to Season 2, Episode 6 of Sprott Gold Talk Radio. I'm your host, Ed Coyne, Senior Managing Director of Sprott Asset Management. With me today is our special guest, John Champaglia, CEO and Senior Managing Director of Sprott Asset Management. John, thank you for joining us today on Sprott Gold Talk Radio. Hey, thanks, Ed. Good to be back on. Well, let's dive right into this. I'd like to talk today about investing in gold with trust, transparency, and traceability with the introduction of the Sprott ESG Gold ETF. So let's go right at this and talk about what really led Sprott to develop the Sprott ESG Gold ETF with the ticker symbol SESG. Yeah, great start. It's an interesting question, and I, and I think I would start by answering that you know, Sprott has been managing physical gold and silver assets for clients for over 12 years. And over that 12 years, we've accumulated billions of dollars of gold and silver on behalf of our clients. And we've learned a great deal about the marketplace, about the gold marketplace, and, and more specifically about the different types of investors. And what I would say is it's not a homogeneous group. It's not just one type of investor that buys gold. You have everything from investors that insist on holding physical gold coins or small bars in their hands, right up to institutional investors that are playing with very large sums of money and are focused on institutional grade 400 ounce London good delivery bars. So it's not a homogeneous market. And, and over the years, what we have discovered in talking to thousands of different investors over time is that there is a growing segment of investors that is becoming more and more focused on what they own. They want higher levels of transparency. And I think this is why one of the main reasons why ETFs in general over the last 20 years have proliferated is because they do provide investors with amongst the highest levels of transparency. But when you bring it back to the gold market, we increasingly get questions from institutional investors that like to know more about the gold market as they, as they do research and diligence in the space. And they would like to know things like, where does the gold come from? How is it produced? Where was it produced? What are the different forms of gold? And I think that's just because, you know, they're, they're, they're doing prudent diligence before making large dollar investments. But I also think it's, it comes in part because over the years, unfortunately, there have been some headline stories in the news about certain gold refiners that were accused of doing things that were offside. Gold obviously comes from certain conflict parts of the world from time to time. There are ongoing issues with artisanal gold. And so people like to know where does their gold come from because they don't want to wake up one day and find out that their gold investment, which is supposed to be a very safe and secure part of the portfolio, could be tainted because of some kind of allegation based on where it was produced or how it was produced. So that, that's kind of the backstory of, of how this came to be. Well, I think the transparency component is a big one, right? I mean, if you think about gold as an investment, it's really just been the last few decades where more and more investors are using it, even though it, it's centuries old as an asset. I think we're onto something here with the transparency component, as well as the trust of where it's coming from and the traceability of, of you know, who's providing it, who's producing it. Let's talk a little bit more about that for a minute then, if we could. So, you know, you talk about the history of Sprott delivering unique precious metal solutions for well over a decade now. Can you spend a bit of time talking more in detail about the Sprott ESG Gold ETF on kind of just day in, day out, how it works, the functionality of it, 
How are we ensuring that these are ESG type of bars? Talk a bit about how that actually works. Yeah, well, if you think about gold ETFs, the way they operate is that different authorized participants deliver gold to the ETF in exchange for new shares. And so in that process, it's the authorized participants who take the responsibility of sourcing gold bars. And gold bars, as long as they're London Good Delivery, are completely fungible with each other, irrespective of whether the bar was was cast yesterday or whether the bar was made 100 years ago. As long as it meets the, the London Good Delivery requirements, the bar is considered to be completely exchangeable with any other bar. In the case of the Sprott ESG Gold ETF, Sprott Asset Management as the sponsor of the ETF is essentially taking that responsibility away from their authorized participant because we as the sponsor are going to be controlling the sourcing. And that sourcing of gold is really designed to provide complete traceability back to the producer and back to the actual mine site as to where this gold is coming from. So if you are an investor who is concerned about where your gold is coming from, which companies are producing it, are they good stewards, are they sustainable producers, then this is something that would appeal to you because we don't know of any other gold ETF in the world that is able to provide that kind of chain of custody back to the actual mine site. So we think it provides a great level of trust because of the transparency and the traceability that it provides. The gold that we will be buying on behalf of the, of the trust will be coming from certain producers that we have reviewed and ensured that they are operating with very high levels of sustainability and ESG. That's very important because gold mining is an extractive industry. It's obviously, you have to be very careful about the way you mine any kind of metal. You obviously cannot damage the local environment. You can't cause harm to the local communities that you're operating in. And I think with the two partners that we've identified, Agnico Eagle Gold and Yamana, which is their partner at the Canadian Malarctic Mine, we have identified two best-in-class gold producers that have a long track record of operating very safely in what we think is the premier mining jurisdiction in the world, which is Canada. So you're getting gold from Canada, which again is what we think is a very safe jurisdiction, and it really eliminates any kind of risk, heightened risk, I would say, that's unfortunately associated with other parts of the world where perhaps Rules and regulations are not as as onerous, government oversight, environmental regulations, and so on. Obviously, there are no conflicts in Canada, so you don't have any of those kinds of risks. And then there's other forms of risks that can uh, introduce themselves into the gold supply chain if you're uh, sourcing gold from recycled sources, which is harder to trace, or artisanal gold, which is even harder to trace, and obviously has a, a whole bunch of issues related to that. So... We think this is a very elegant solution in terms of inv- investors that can feel confident investing in physical gold that was produced in a tier one jurisdiction by very sustainable producers and uh, have that trust and transparency and traceability as to the gold that they own in their in their ETF. Well, John, you know, you talk a bit about where we're actually getting the gold from. What about stage two and three, the refining stage? and the actual storage stage. How is that gonna come into play when we're looking at these bars? Who are the partners for that? Why did we choose those partners? And, and how is that going to work along with, with the mining partners that we, we've, we've 
joined with? Sure. So the Royal Canadian Mint, which is our long-term partner on all of our physical precious metals funds since 2010, is going to be responsible for two critical elements. One is the storage, which is very important. You want to make sure you're storing your metal uh, with a counterparty that represents low risk. But more importantly, it's the segregated refining. And what I mean by that is we are going to be asking the Royal Canadian Mint to actually segregate the production of these bars so that we are not commingling any gold from any Sprott non-approved miners or mines or any recycled gold or any gold from artisanal sources. And that's very important because that segregation of production is something I don't think many refiners are doing around the world right now. And we feel very confident that the Royal Canadian Mint, it has an excellent reputation. It's refining business globally is our trusted partner in, in terms of providing the segregated production and, and then ultimate storage. And Joe, in talking about that and talking about uh, the importance of the segregation of the storage and, and bringing the bars in through the mining companies and the refining and so forth, at the end of the day, who's, who's actually tracking that? So who's responsible to ensure that all ESG criteria in the SESG uh, ETF are met? You know, and, and how is that going to be audited or viewed or, or overseen on an ongoing basis? What are some of the, uh, the stop gaps or guardrails that Sprott has put in place to ensure that these mining companies are continuing to operate at the highest standard to meet the ESG criteria. Yeah, sure. Well, I, I, you know, it all starts with us. Sprout Asset Management as a sponsor has worked very closely with the companies as well as outside consultants to, to perform the necessary diligence to satisfy ourselves that one, the companies are good stewards. And second of all, that the, the, each particular mine site does not have any controversies associated with it and have good operating track records. So at the end of the day, Sprott is responsible for monitoring the companies. We worked very closely with the companies, and I can say that it made our jobs easier when these companies are very committed to ESG and sustainability. Agnico Eagle, for example, just published their 13th annual sustainability report, and I think it's just a simple reflection of how serious they take this. And it's not just them. I mean, many of the gold, gold mining companies around the world need to take ESG and sustainability very seriously. Otherwise, they won't have social license to produce in these communities that they are a guest in. It really begins with the company culture, the management teams, the boards, the incentives. We wanted to make sure these companies are not just greenwashing, that it's really integrated into the way they operate. And these are companies that obviously have long-term track records and have demonstrated over many years that they are good stewards. We also used outside consultants to help validate some of the results so we could, we could have objective measurements and quantitative measurements as much as we could because we do think it's important that we're, that we're taking this oversight role very seriously and people can, can be confident that we are or putting them through a pretty tough uh, set of criteria to ensure that they are, are leaders in their, in their respective fields. Well, and John, you know, Sprott, as you mentioned earlier, we have a long history of, of offering unique solutions across the entire precious metals landscape. We clearly have solutions currently in place for investors to allocate to the physical market, whether it's gold, silver, even platinum, palladium, and, and as we all know, more recently, uranium. Who do you envision being the investor? What is, what is sort of your target audience in your mind who will be allocating to this space and and maybe talk a little bit about how this is different 
from what we currently offer to our, our shareholders. Um, how should they be thinking about this as an allocation going forward? Yeah, I mean, we designed this product to, to complement, you know, our flagship product, which is the Sprott Physical Gold Trust. PHYS has been in existence since 2010. It is almost $6 billion, and it, ha- it has an incredible track record of delivering value to shareholders since in- its inception. We think for most investors, that fund will serve them very, very well. But for some investors who are more and more focused on transparency around where they're buying their gold from, um, if certain investment funds or institutional investors or family offices are adopting more ESG criteria into their selection process, this is something that they should look at. So, you know, ESG is really the defining differentiator here. If somebody is very focused on that, whether you're an individual investor or a large institution, I think this product is the one you probably should look at. For most investors, you know, PHYS is going to serve you very well. For U.S. retail investors, there's a potential tax advantage incorporated into the fund that people should consider, et cetera. So it really depends on your personal situation and, and whether ESG is a, is a criteria in your decision making or not. Great. Thank you. I think this can be helpful for a lot of our listeners as they sort of navigate the waters. You know, as we've all seen, there are becoming more and more choices out there for investors to allocate to precious metals in general. So I think it's helpful to, to, to get that insight on how to think about it. Before we end this podcast, is there any final thoughts that you'd like to leave the listeners with when thinking about precious metals in general or specific to uh, ESG? Yeah, I would say that, you know, I think it's important that people do their homework and and spend some time on our website to understand what the differences are between the two. We have two very compelling offerings. And again, it's not a homogeneous market. There's very different investor segments. And quite frankly, we'd like to cater to all of them, whether ESG is important to you or not. I think it's important that we have a range of solutions to meet different investor needs. Well, thank you for that, John. And and for those of you that like to learn more about Sprott in general, or to learn more and get more information on the Sprott ESG Gold DTF with, again, the ticker symbol S-E-S-G, I encourage you to visit us at Sprott.com, which is S-P-R-O-T-T.com, and learn more about how Sprott can help guide and advise you on the multiple ways to allocate two precious metals. Um, Again, my name is Ed Coyne, your host of Sprott Gold Talk Radio, and thank you for listening. You have been listening to the Gold Talk podcast by Sprott Inc. For more information and insights on precious metals investing, please visit Sprott.com. This podcast should not be copied, distributed, published, or reproduced whole or in part. The information contained in this podcast does not constitute research or recommendation from any Sprott entity to the listener. Neither Sprott nor any of its affiliates make any representation or warranty as to the accuracy or completeness of the statements or any information contained in this podcast. And any liability, therefore, including in respect of direct, indirect, or consequential loss or damage is expressly disclaimed. The views expressed in this podcast are not necessarily those of Sprott, and Sprott is not providing any financial, economic, legal, accounting, or tax advice or recommendations in this podcast. In addition, the receipt of this podcast by any listener is not to be taken as constituting the giving of investment advice by Sprott to that listener, nor to constitute such person a client of any Sprott entity. Past performance is no indication of future results.